0: Nicole Arbor stormed off the Candace Owens show. Did I? I'm Nicole Arbor. Welcome to the Arbor Effect. And this is the truth about Candace Owens. <laughs> I'm a vet. For those of you who don't know, um, I started posting about it uh, about a week and a half ago on my Instagram and TikTok that for the last nine years, I've been a victim of stalking, harassment, and worse, by a group of men. They've stalked me, they've harassed me, they've engaged in financial abuse. I've had to move so many times I lost count. I've had to change my phone numbers, I've had to cancel shows, I've had to do so many things. And I think the hardest thing I've had to do was stay quiet, especially if you guys know my personality, for my own safety. What Candace Owens did to me during this, when I was at my most afraid, when I was terrified, when I was scared, when I was dealing with victim services, when I was hiding, when I had to have uh, personal security with me, when I couldn't sleep through the night uh, because people were coming to stomp my teeth out because they thought I made up that I was raped. Now it sounds far-fetched, but it's not their first time doing this. One of their buddies actually murdered the girl. They were doing this too. I don't remember what happened, maybe last year. Her name is Maddie. She had similar things happening to her and then he eventually killed her and then killed himself. So while I was dealing with victim services, they specifically told me not to talk about this stuff publicly because these guys are very scary. They're very scary guys who were actively like together um, executing this horror movie-like plan against me. And I was told to continue on with my life. Don't say anything. Don't engage. We got to get you somewhere safe. And I went on the Candace Owens show. After uh, she was trying to cancel Chrissy Teigen, and I said, I don't believe in cancel culture. I had made a video saying cancel culture is for pussies. <laughs> and I... I still believe that. I do not believe in cancel culture, especially with what I have experienced. I had a man make up stories about me nine years ago or make up stories about being abused. He made them up and let people believe they were about me until I was canceled or getting canceled and losing money. And the, the ramifications of that have lasted nine years of my life with Not a single media outlet caring about the truth. So I went on Candace's show to debate her on cancel culture. She wanted to cancel Chrissy Teigen. She started the hashtag cancel Chrissy Teigen. After I had supported Candace against all of my, all of my friends were like, stay the fuck away from that girl. She's evil. She pushes horrible things. And I'm like, guys, come on, give her a shot. Maybe people are just talking poorly about her because she has different ideas. I didn't wanna cancel anybody. So I gave Candace a shot. I supported her as a friend. I cheered her on. She asked me to come on her show to help promote the first episode of her show. I did. She asked me for show ideas. I gave them. I believe I'm the person who told her about BLM being a scam. The company, not the the people or the movement. Uh, yeah, I believe that came from me. I told her about that, which turned into this documentary that she did. I had supported her as a friend, but I can't support cancel culture. And I can't support doing the exact opposite that you say you stand for. And you should call people out. And that's actually, that's what friendship is. Is being able to say, hey, that's not right. That's not what we do here. That's not what we stand for. I was like, Candace, what are you doing? Let's debate this then. We don't have, everything doesn't have to be a giant blow up. It can actually just be a discussion. The night before her and I have a chat, I let her scream it out. She was really upset that I would dare post anything that goes against her. Um, She took it really personally and wouldn't separate her from the topic. Let her vent and understood where she was coming from. Said, I, you know, this industry can be tough. I understand how you may have taken it as I was coming at you, not at the topic. I'm paraphrasing, but something along those lines. So it's like, okay, yeah, we'll go have our debate. We'll debate the topic and then we'll go grab dinner and we're good to go. I confided in her about what I was experiencing with these stalkers and how scary it was. And I told her who they were. And I told her that I was genuinely afraid. The messages I was getting, were so disturbing and frequent. They knew where I was, they could find me. I'd get messages saying that they knew what I was wearing and they were right when they would message me. Fast forward to her show. She instantly did exactly what the right pretends to not like when the left does. She took a comedy video and sarcasm and read it as a script out of context on purpose to try and make me look like a really bad person. Generally, if you take somebody's jokes and you read them out of context and you read them as a fucking Ted talk, it's going to sound really bad, but that was your intent was to take it out of context on purpose and prime your audience to think I'm some horrible person that wants bad things to happen to kids and teens. And I'm on Chrissy Teigen's side when I was the one who brought up Chrissy Teigen to you, Candice, and you know that. Because I was on your podcast back when it was on PragerU and I did a whole segment about fuck Chrissy Teigen and you edited it out. You had never heard of Chrissy and doing all these things. I'm the one who brought it up to you. And then you tried to make it seem like I was on Chrissy Teigen's side. I support this bully. I support her trying to make girls kill themselves. She engaged the right and conservatives to act in the identical way to the left and everything they say that they are against. She was engaging them to do the exact same thing to somebody else. Candace Owens is the kind of person who thinks that whoever yells the loudest wins the argument. So I debated her and frankly, I crushed her. What happened next was the most evil thing I've ever even heard of. And it has disturbed me, disturbed me so much that I I, I just had to like, I had to tell myself that this couldn't have possibly been happening. There's no way this happened, but it did. I hadn't spoken. Publicly about this, I had only posted one court document under the direction of the legal process. I was like, I was told, just post that one thing so people kind of know what's going on. I hadn't publicly spoken about this on purpose. This is hard for me to get through. When Candace Owens should have been a friend and helped protect me as a woman, as a friend, as anybody, as anything, as a co-worker, she tried to out me on her show as as a victim she said the names of these men on her show and she started backing them up and victim shaming me and no she she wasn't just victim shaming me she was mocking me on her show and said all of their names and she knew she knew specifically that i was told by victim services not to say these guys names out loud this is all they wanted They wanted more fuel. They want more people to come at me. They want more people to come after me. She knew I was fucking terrified. I out debated her, so she was gonna wreck my life. And she did everything she could from that moment to wreck my life. I was there for the purpose of her smearing me, to help these men. The footage of me on that show was given in real time to the four men that at that moment I had a restraining order against. Allegedly, it was Gina, Candace Owens' manager, standing backstage filming me and giving that footage to those men so they could post it online before the show even aired and smear me. They had a premeditated plan with Candace Owens' manager and Candace, allegedly, that no matter what was gonna happen on that show, she was gonna punish me for daring to debate her for daring to have an opinion and to actually stand up for the values that conservatives pretend they have. I have to say that again so that we can understand that. four men that I was so scared of, I had to file restraining orders because their actions were resulting in threats, credible threats to my life. Super fans, like picture horror movie super fans that won't leave me alone. Candace Owens took it as a game. Us, like, a, let's fucking cancel Nicole Arbor. Let's get her. Let's get these dangerous, scary men who have a history of domestic violence to... I- I'm going to help them. It's so disturbing. You don't out a stalking victim or a domestic violence victim or any sort of victim on your show as a gotcha moment. Mentally and emotionally healthy people wouldn't do that. The only segment I was supposed to be there for was that topic. I was supposed to have a one-on-one debate with her. And then she switched it to me being on the panel because she's a coward. I thanked everybody at the show. I thanked the audience. I thanked everybody on the set. um, And I left when my segment was done. I had staff from Daily Wire chasing me out of the building as I was leaving, crying, women crying, apologizing to me profusely, saying they had nothing to do with that. I've heard a bunch of them have quit working with Candace since, the makeup artist from set that day, messaged to apologize and let me know that she had nothing to do with that. I reached out to Jeremy from Daily Wire and was basically like, why? Why for a debate on this topic would you put me in harm's way? Why would you do that? He agreed that that didn't need to be in the episode. And basically as a trade, I had to act like I stormed off the set so that they could get ratings. Roll that back in your head for a second. I'm a victim of stalking and worse. I don't have to get into all of it. Candace Owens tried to out me and what I've been through on her show put me in danger. And to preserve my safety, I had to pretend and let them get this sound bite and let them roll with this big story so that Candace can get ratings off of it. And in exchange, they wouldn't put me in direct harm's way by posting that segment. I had to make that trade. I was a girl alone in a brand new city in America. I'm from Canada. I didn't have my family and friends with me. I had to make that trade. made some vague comment along the lines of, you know, if I try and make anything of this, then they're gonna come for me. The full force of Daily Wire smearing a stalking victim because she didn't want to be outed for her own safety. Literally just like let this stuff sink in. There were comments made that they're gonna delete different parts of it too because it didn't make Candace look good. They don't think a female audience would like what she did to me. Um, She said out loud that she was going to cancel me. And that kind of goes against everything that Daily Wire says they stand for. And it's hard to believe that those people, I'm going to say those people over at Daily Wire. Daily Wire, if you would like to exclude yourself from this, feel free to let me know. Mentally unwell people get obsessed with people. And it's scary. Dolly Parton currently holds the record for the most restraining orders. And I'm not gonna pretend it only happens to people with followings or celebrities. There are so many stories of women or men being stalked, harassed, and then something bad, really bad happens to them. And I was right in that cusp in that timeline of something might happen to me. And I was forced to negotiate my integrity, reality, and the truth with Daily Wire in exchange for my safety. If that doesn't sit well with you, Good. I don't expect you to blindly believe me. And the good thing about consistently being a good person, regardless of smear campaigns and people who joined them over the last nine years, is that there are good people who've been looking out for me. And one of those really good people gave me the footage. I don't like that you have used your audience to engage in cancel culture. Can we call people out? Yes. Can we say that the behavior was disgusting? Yes. But I did not put on a mega hat whose friends and family and brand deals and business and everything to stand for free speech and against cancel culture, to have the same people do it. It does not work. You're, you're not saying, Listen, Listen, i I'm, I, I'm confident. Confident. I don't know am calling on, it's like, confident. Confident. I don't believe in cancel culture. I think it's a bad thing. You did three videos and you mentioned my name, now you're saying- Well, I mentioned your name after, and I said I think she's amazing, and she's very intelligent, and she's great, and I'm not against Candace. Those are my words in the video, and you know this. I will not let you make this in Nicole versus Candace issue. It's i so directed correcting your audience to be as nasty as Chrissy.
1: I've been triggered is because there's an entire series on YouTube called Surviving Nicole Arbor where four men talk talked about how like, you have abused them and the entire oh, reason so you were triggered is because I used the hashtag Surviving and you saw sure. yourself name. Okay. You called men be letters. Let, let me, let me, let me, let, let me have lunch. So so this, this, this is what I'm paying attention. And you're calling my, you're calling I'm my you're calling, my, you're calling my story. If this is what it was, this is what was. Let's do It's not. you,
0: know who those stories are not. You started the be home. Are we before this? And now you're trying to be a bitch. I have no to break up the segments of the show uh, in 30 second clips so i'm not flagged for copyright by the daily wire even though this footage wasn't aired they still might hit me with that so i wanted to go really quick over some common stalking behaviors that stalking prevention awareness has posted on their website they include unwanted contact spreading rumors following and spying showing up places leaving gifts and waiting for the victim during this episode candace owens helped my stalkers engage in three of these dangerous behaviors back to the clips these are people that i have restraining orders against that are weird fans i actually can't
1: talk about this because there's a legal battle there's always a legal battle when somebody's calling you out on your own BS. you're sitting here pretending like they're not vitriolic. I think that's not right true. true you're
0: lying you can't because you toe toe-to-toe with me right now what am i lying about specifically okay specifically there are four men well, I can't. You know that. You know for a damn fact you're not to have to. We can't have this online. So at this point, I had already expressed to Candice that we can't have this online. I need to keep this private. She had already known from our private conversations I was scared of these men and actively seeking help from victim services. I lost track of how many times over the nine years this has been going on that I told these men to leave me alone, stop contacting me, stop trying to contact me, and that they're scaring me. I what you just did is disgusting. You just took something personal and private I've talked to you about. It's like, not private. I, it's all over the internet. What so are you talking about?
1: Bobby is Matthew Santoro. Oh, Tommy yes. Rex, you brought up to me on a phone call yesterday. It's on the internet. It's not private. I so I've never spoken to you, you about
0: So I had already vocalized a boundary with Candace let the show know we can't have this online. She knew that I was uncomfortable. I was visually uncomfortable. And she proceeded anyway to name them name by name while her manager... I'm gonna say allegedly, even though it's pretty obvious what happened, gave this footage in real time to my stalkers. Let's not make sure that in the post
1: she doesn't say that we didn't give her a platform statement. Right, time. I will not want a platform worry.
0: Okay. Unfortunately, um, being a person in the spotlight, I've had some stalkers, and right now, some of those stalkers, you just named them. You doing this right now has nothing to do with the point, but everything to do with you, and you're being mad at me because I disagree with you. You're supposed, you're supposed to be mad at.
1: Oh, you're supposed to be Well, wow. wow. with friends like those, you go up and make people ah, call you a pussy. who needs
0: left Just breaking up the clips again and want to point out to anyone listening on the pod that Candace is smiling while she's doing this. You good? I know that you guys want the clip of me leaving, so I'm going to give it to you. And uh, I appreciate you having me on. I would love for a, a real conversation sometime because I just think what just happened here is really gross. And it did need to happen. I think that we have the opportunity to be better, opportunity to be better human beings be better women. I set a better example. And I hope that we can do that. And I, I think that
1: you're saying that now, so you should have started thinking about that
0: before you posted three videos about me. And about uh, none of them is like, you know, none of them is goodbye. So after the show, Jeremy apparently told her we're going to chop out that little segment. Um, but they didn't just chop out that little segment. They chopped out a lot. They chopped out where I was clearly out debating Candace on the topic. All of us women could be friends, but you refuse. Where she was getting frustrated, where she was yelling on top of me constantly, where she said that she was gonna cancel me. Allegedly, Candace Owens had been taping all of our phone conversations that we had privately, as friends, forever. She alluded to airing one of our private conversations on her show. So just imagine that. Imagine you call someone that you think is a buddy And they're taping the phone call, and then they're mad at you on their TV show, and they're going to air your private conversation where you talked about being scared um, of these guys that you have a restraining order against. Conversations that we had privately. I'm saying no, absolutely not. Why not? Post our private call. Okay, why not? Who does that? Because you're saying I'm lying. So it just it it, it just it just just seems like first you're saying to report our first you're saying that
1: I'm lying, and now you're saying that I'm lying. Which which phone call? The one yesterday. Nicole, the we ask for permission we do not we pause we this to let yes or no,
0: and to know things that actually did you actually do not tape our private phone call. We can move on to the next topic. I, we don't have permission to air. It. Now this irony is bananas. A day ago I saw Candace Owens losing her shit at Steven Crowder taping a conversation between him and Jeremy from Daily Wire. Watch what Candace says about this topic.
1: Why the hell did you record them? What, what were you doing that for? Did you think you were going to go to Fair court? Do you think you were nice. going to go to court? Because that's the only reason you record someone. You'd be like, I don't trust my ex-fucking-wife. Pardon my language, okay? I don't trust my ex-wife, so I'm going to record this phone call for safety, right? You record it because you're nervous that there's going to be a court here or the police are going to find out, and you've got to back up what you said, okay? Why are you recording your friend if not because you think it's going to go to court, Oh, because you think it's going to go to public and you're doing it intentionally because you know you're about to start a war. People, please use your common sense. I'm
0: so disappointed in you and you claim to be versus you. Oh, if you get bullied by Candace Owens, you can get through it, everybody. Candace, knowing that I was not allowed to comment or swing back, knowing that, went on a tirade for days, live streams and tweets and posts just smearing my name everything from i'm not a conservative okay so that's trying to get me um away from my community within the conservative community she's clearly not a conservative she said that i falsely accused men
1: i'm a big believer that if a woman falsely accuses you you should file a report against them don't just let it be like oh well i survived that one like she has now dropped the charges
0: against ryan upchurch i'm going to take a second to clarify this because she just said charges. Now, I have no idea what Candace Owens is talking about. There have never been that I know of any charges filed against Ryan Upchurch, not by me. I have no idea what she's talking about. So there were no charges, therefore no charges were dropped. Do I wish there were charges against Ryan Upchurch? Do I think there may be in the future? Maybe. But there have never been any charges related to me and Ryan Upchurch ever. Because she should
1: drop the charges against Ryan Upchurch because she lied, right?
0: Now I want everyone to imagine this hypothetical with me. Imagine you're the victim of stalking, harassment, violence, domestic violence, or worse. And a celebrity goes onto their platform and tells millions of people that you filed fake charges. Those charges were dropped and you lied. How would you feel? This is very typical of narcissistic abuse. They form teams and they target their victim, and they just pummel them. They attack like freaking bears until there's nothing left of that person, or that person kills themselves. It was told to me that that was the goal, was to make me kill myself. That I would have nobody to go back to. I would be a pariah in my industry. I was talking with The Daily Wire, Babylon b and The Blaze, all three about doing a show with them, doing comedy stuff with them. All three suddenly were gone. In fact, Seth from Babylon B was such a coward, he deleted a photo of us together. He didn't bother to ask me what happened. He just deleted the photo. And this is how smear campaigns work. They take a lie and then they spread it.
1: People are trying to give us wallet for days, trying to give us wallet from her and she wouldn't give it back.
0: All right, we're gonna clarify this lie once and for all. So Ryan Upchurch was staying in my guest room and he left a lot of shit in there. Like, I mean a lot. Here's some of the stuff that he left in there. And it was everywhere, like it was a tornado. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm showing a photo of some of the stuff that he left. I found, in the guest room, his wallet. It was just sitting there. I never go in the guest bathroom. And the second I found it, I messaged both him and his mom. Why his mom? Because he lived with her. So I was like, whoever's gonna see this first, they must be worried, they don't have the wallet. There, I'm gonna message, now they know. Now thieves don't usually reach out to the people they stole from to tell them that they stole their stuff, do they? Probably not. They also probably don't reach out and ask for an address to put it in an Uber and send it to them, do they? I did that too, but his mom didn't give me an address. A Couple hours later, a guy that worked on Ryan's team that I didn't really know, we had kind of said hi to each other a few times while traveling or working, but I didn't know the dude, um, asked to come meet up with me and pick up Ryan's wallet. I thought it was super strange because Ryan told me he was firing that guy and I still hadn't heard from Ryan to say that it's okay. So I wanted Ryan to either text me, call me uh, and say that it's okay or come get it himself because I wasn't comfortable just like giving it to this dude I didn't really know. I think that's pretty reasonable and I think most reasonable people would think that's reasonable. Not giving it to some random guy when that person hasn't told me that it's okay. Pretty normal. Later that night, I get a call from someone who said they're the police. I thought they were joking because it was so ridiculous. Uh, basically asserting that if I didn't give it back, that it was theft and that they had reported it. From the moment I found it to the moment it was back in the police custody was less than 24 hours and it would have been sooner. But the second that you report something as stolen or whatever it is that the report was, I was told by the police I had to give it to a police officer.
1: It's been four days of someone trying to get their wallet back. It shows that you're something's wrong, right? Like you're like not all there. Like
0: It turns out it was totally just a PR move for him. Every time he's releasing a song or an album, this Ryan Upchurch guy notoriously causes a massive controversy with people who have large followings. Last year alone, he did the same thing to Morgan Wallen. He had done it to Luke Combs. This was unfortunately my turn. Surprise, surprise. I got a Google alert on my name when this article came out and the article details how Ryan Upchurch makes millions of dollars using clickbait as his marketing tool. So for those of you who don't know, clickbait is when you make up or sensationalize stories. This is his marketing plan, and he proudly promotes it. Feel free to read this article. It details other people he's done this to. By the way, he lost his wallet every few days.
1: People are trying to give us wallet for days, trying to give us wallet from her and she wouldn't give it back.
0: There was one time where I just couldn't take it anymore and I jumped into her live stream and I'm like, put me on, put me on, put me on your live. And she looked scared, like scared. Like, wait a minute, why is she on here? I thought she's not allowed to talk about this. She, what, what? She lied and said that I blocked her. She was never blocked. I had lawyers and victim services people messaging me frantically being like, Nicole, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. We have to keep you safe. Here's a post she made lying to her audience saying that I blocked her. And right after that, I was in her fricking live stream. Yeah, anyways,
1: Cole said, let her join. And this was a... Publicity. Sun. What was a publicity? sum? my discount is Chrissy. That's the code Chrissy for tonight How could you possibly say that we did this for publicity? Uh, discount code Chrissy. Just stop with the lies go dailywire.com Subscribe. There are so many people left and right that are just fake. She knew what she was doing and She knew that I couldn't respond. She went to the domestic violence clinic and like it's just not okay Like I'm sorry. I again like I don't know
0: Ryan Upchurch. I just want to show you who these men are That Candace Owens came to rescue. (laughs) Take a look.
1: I got mad, and look at my hand. I I punched the table three times. That's not cool. You're right. It's not. Fuck you. And if you see me somewhere, motherfucker, you better stay far as fuck away. And I'm not fucking playing. And you know that I ain't fucking playing. Telling everybody about motherfucking plan, wouldn't you? The idea that you were scared for your life is like. Come on, man. Pulled out this knife and I stabbed the fuck out of the chair that I'm sitting in. This is my chair. It died last night. I'm still sitting in it. I'ma pull up and I'ma smack the
0: fuck out of you. And me and you both know I'll pull up and smack the fuck out of you.
1: Come over, it's like a wipe your goddamn face on this motherfucking godfirk. Shut the fuck up.
0: Tommy Vexed? This is Tommy Vexed. Allegedly, Candace and her manager are now friends with this guy. I made the mistake of associating with him for a few weeks. He told me he was being canceled because he's a Trump supporter. Um, That seems to be like the platform that he goes on is I'm being canceled because I'm conservative and a Trump supporter. It turns out that there are many. I want to clarify this because I talked about it on the panel and I got some of my facts mixed up. So I want to clarify this. There are many allegations of violence, domestic violence, and violence against women. Um, perpetrated by this man. I have heard between seven and nine restraining orders have been filed against him. A bunch of them have been filed successfully. And I know for a fact that he's currently in court again this year for another restraining order. There's even an abuse support group on Instagram called surviving Tommy Vax. This man is terrifying. Over the last two years, he's made over a thousand, if not thousands of posts about me when I hardly knew him for a few weeks. This one in particular, was extra scary because he details how easy it would be to essentially hire a hitman. And although he doesn't say my name in it, there were comments below from fans saying is this about Nicole Arbor? And he liked it. Send this to Ryan for Nicole Arbor. And he liked it.
1: Hold it down. Fuck it. Bash its head in. Matthew Santoro, similar story, said that she aggressed him and then pretended she was the victim. How do
0: you know that he made it all up? He flat out told me that it was a lie. That I was hit in the face. For the first time in my life. People do things mutually, too, for a promotion. Basically, he called it clickbait. I know the truth. Watching the live streams back is so hard because it takes me right back to where I was when it happened. And I had friends calling, I had family calling, and all these people being like, what's happening? Why is she doing this to you? And I'm like, because she's a really bad person there was no other answer. She knew what she was saying wasn't true and it didn't matter. It's too many
1: people that don't know each other that are telling you the same thing. It's too many people that don't know each other that are telling you the same thing. It's too many people that don't know each other that are telling you the same thing.
0: Meanwhile, other victims of these men were hitting me up and being like, what is Candace doing? Why is she doing this to us? Because it's not just me. It's not just me. You know, she'll, she'll go on about Epstein and Weinstein. And how did this all happen? Because of fucking people like you, Candace, because of people like you, because you had no idea what you were talking about, but you kept talking. There's multiple victims just like, okay, we're finally going to get these guys. And then Candace Owens backs them up.
1: First and foremost, I have never spoken to Ryan Upchurch in my life. So trust the science is the code Daily Wire.
0: When I needed my community the most, you separated me from everybody. It's wild because like Candace Owens will lose it. If a teenager tweets like, don't mess with, I don't know, the Arabs or something, she'll be like, I'm getting threatened. For those of you who might have missed it, one of my stalkers is Jared Taylor from Black Rifle Coffee Company. After Candace did this to me, she got a sponsorship. From Black Rifle Coffee Company. Coincidence? She's not just a mean girl. She's not just the ultimate pick-me, which she is. She's the opposite of everything that she pretends to be. And Daily Wire, how? How can you have Jordan Peterson talking to everybody about being a good person, living a good life, while also having Candace try and destroy them. You're full of shit. I fully expect that after this, she's gonna go on another smear campaign about me, that she's gonna try and spread more lies, that she's gonna try and use court documents to twist it and make it seem like something it's not, or that I've been defeated, or I was called a liar and whatever. The judge said I'm not credible and threw it all out. In actuality, the judge hadn't talked to me. I'm not gonna get into all the details of the legal stuff right now, but what I can tell you is that at no point have I been beat in court At no point has a judge said I owe any of these people money. It's just lies that they make up. At no point has a judge thrown anything out. Different parts have been moved, dissolved, and paper moved around, all to get towards trial. And this is just legal games. Even if a judge called me a liar, which by the way, this may come as a shock, but there are victims every day who don't get justice. The justice system is not even where anywhere close to perfect. Candace Owens is exactly what conservatives say that they're not. And the truth is, without middle-aged white guys feeding her talking points, she crumbled. She doesn't know how to attack or debate a topic without attacking the person. Someone has to tell her that yelling a personality doth not make. The digging up dirt thing, like, grow up. Grow up! She was dropping coupon codes while doing a smear campaign against me in the middle of the smear. She would drop coupon codes. If that doesn't tell you what her intent was, I don't know what will. Let's talk about anti-slapsuits really quick. Generally used against people who've been victims of smear campaigns. So imagine this, your abuser spreads everywhere that you beat up your kids, you hit your kids. Maybe they're trying to win the kids in the divorce. They spread that you hate your kids, you're a horrible person, you're making porn on the side. Did you not know you're making porn? You're making porn now. They said it on the internet, they're doing it. So to combat this form of narcissistic abuse, which is what smear campaigns are, your lawyer files a court injunction and a defamation suit. The purpose of doing that is to try and slow down the abusers because if those rumors get out about you, there's no telling how much it's going to damage your business, your reputation, your children, your family, your mental health and whatever else that might damage. As we know, when things get online, it's really difficult to get them down. Now, what I've observed is bad guys go in and file what's known as an anti slap suit. They claim it is their first amendment right to say whatever the heck they want, even if it's lies, even if it's damaging you, even if it's putting you in harm's way. See, and I don't really think the founding fathers fought to make America free so that you could destroy the lives of people who challenge you, you psycho. Candace Owens. The racist man's MLK. Remember, the bad guy at any point could stop harassing you, leave you alone, stop spreading that you're beating up your kids, but they don't want to. They want to hurt you. An anti-slapsuit is meant to defend your First Amendment right to free speech. However, in the last few years, it has been weaponized by abusive people to not only silence, but financially abuse their victims. In my personal belief, this is exactly what Candace Owens did to Kim Clayson. Only a couple weeks after what Candace did to me, she did it to another woman, a conservative woman who'd run for office. Candace made wild claims against this woman, like really damaging. There was claims in there that revolved around escorts and sex work and her being a madame and all sorts of really hurtful things. And Kim did exactly what we're told to do. You file that defamation suit and Candace did the bad guy move. Now this is really important. A lot of really big conservatives knew what Candace did to me and they begged me when I say beg I mean begged me not to tell the truth not to make a video about Candace not to talk about it publicly not to go on Megan Kelly and talk about it they begged me they're like we need her for the movement we need her she's worth so much money to us we've pumped so much money into her. we need we need Candace you can't go after Candace please don't go after Candace and then I saw Candace go after Kim Klasik a mom who's just trying to make Baltimore better she did the same thing to her. And because Candace has apparently an unlimited legal budget to bully people online, that meant Kim suddenly had to pay probably a hundred or $200,000 in legal fees to fight that. It's a frivolous lawsuit usually used to drain the bank account of your victim. It literally gives gasoline to the bullies. And that's what Candace did. And it was costing her so much money to fight this frivolous lawsuit that Candace put on the side that they eventually reached a settlement where Kim would just pay her legal fees and they would walk away, call it a day. Candace did not defeat Kim, but she posted as if she did. This woman is just a menace. She's just fucking evil. I have so much to say, but I know I gotta end this somewhere. I want you guys to know that this experience rocked my faith in humanity. Like genuinely, genuinely. I can't ignore that there's a common denominator in all of these people that have done horrible things to me. They're all conservatives, and they're, as much as I don't want to admit it, there seems to be a running theme of being disgusting to women, of not caring about the truth. When you come with the same venom for child exploitation and human trafficking as you do Taylor Swift's new album, you probably are just an angry person. Real nice. Nice. All of this to say, I would like to formally Announce my retirement from all of this bullshit. I don't want to live a life that's dictated on me hating people based on who they vote for or who they love or what they look like. Truth is, I have no idea what conservatives stand for anymore. We're Christians, but we don't act Christ-like. Cardi B twerking is wrong and disgusting. But Andrew Tate running a digital brothel is okay because he says our talking points. And you know what? I love Michelle Obama. I think she's awesome. I think Michelle Obama is the shit. And I like Oprah and I like people. I genuinely like people. And I had to really do some soul searching and be like, wow, where have I been at Candace Owens? Have I made mistakes along the way? Yeah, I have. (laughs) In fact, I didn't even know that some people are fat. Get this, throwback to the first big, big video. I didn't know that some people gain weight after severe emotional trauma to almost build padding I didn't know that. I didn't, I get why some people were especially upset at that video now. I only learned that in the last year, but you can't get mad at me for not knowing what I didn't know. Please teach me. But if I would have known that, I definitely would have angled that a bit differently. So I don't I don't want to be part of this team that is full of venom and hate and it has fun smearing people every day. And every day is another fight. And who can we? Me, me, me. Like the, the word grifter is thrown around, but I don't even think you guys know the, the definition of it. By definition, grifter is these people like this that are daily picking fights with people just for the sake of fighting, just to get one up, just to feed their ego a little hit of dopamine so they can get through to the next day and go narcissistic abuse on somebody else. I'm not interested. Candace tried to insult me by saying, you're not one of us. And this experience has taught me you're right. In the words of Blink-182, I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to be you. And for those of you who instantly knew that's not Blink-182, you are my people. (laughs) So instead, in the words of My Chemical Romance, your misery and hate will kill us all. If conservatives aren't all evil, cruel, sexist, vindictive people, show me you aren't exactly what the left says about you. Show me. Show it to me. Show me in the comments. Show me in how you treat me after this video. Show me in how you treat people who have a different opinion than you. Because this whole like seek and destroy everybody who's different than you thing is really tacky. I don't wanna be that. I'm out. I don't wanna play. Your game is stupid. I'm out. For all the people who want good vibes, come on over. I welcome everybody. I'm Nicole Arbor and this was the Arbor Effect.
1: Go, 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 team. Best
0: believe I'm still When I walk in the room.
1: I can the whole population.